Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Wow. Lift your hands to King Jesus himself. Let us just pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence, to have fellowship with you, with one another, with your spirit, and with your word. We pray that you will speak to everyone that is here present. Your word declares that you sent forth your word and you healed our diseases and delivered us from destruction. Let your word today deliver us indeed from destruction and heal our diseases. I humble myself and I say, Lord, speak through me. I am nothing but a vessel of clay in the potter's hands. Speak through me. Speak to them that you have given to me in the name of Jesus. Let the hearts listening to me today be good grounds. And let your word bring forth fruit. Some 34, some 64, and some 100 fold. To you be all glory and all praise forever and ever. Amen. Everybody say amen. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Today is International Sunday. And um, it's an International Sunday which is different from what we are used to. Uh, but it's given us an opportunity to see the denomination we belong to. It's been great. Hallelujah. I want to say a big thank you to all the councils and their bishops for sending in their presentation. Yeah, and I want to thank God for the life of Bishop Emmanuel Clufio and for the initiative that let us use today to present our council, our, our denomination. Yeah, that's Bishop E.A. Clufio over there. Wonderful. Still looking fresh. Still looking young. Yeah. Great, great. So it, it's been good. You've got an opportunity to see the six councils we have in our denomination. Okay. Just a quick um, throwback. We are part of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. All right. So this church is called Lighthouse Chapel International. Then churches came out of that lighthouse. Denominations came out of what we know as Lighthouse Chapel. That's why it's called group of churches originating from Lighthouse. Do, do you understand? So the original church we knew when we were young was called Lighthouse. Then 20 denominations came out of it. And we form the United 
denomination. So we have not come out of the lighthouse to go and start a, 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 a waterfall church. Do you get it? We have come out of it to be a denomination of it. Hallelujah. Like when you give birth, your child has come out of you, not to become an elephant or a horse, but it's still your child and a part of you. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, we are part of it and we are the light. So, in the United Denominations, we are the Lighthouse Chapel International South Africa. Okay? In the United Denominations, we have about three Lighthouse Chapels. We have Lighthouse Chapel International South Africa. We have Lighthouse Chapel International Kenya. Then we have Lighthouse Chapel International, I think, Ghana. Do, 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 do you see the way it works? That's why it's important to always add the South Africa to it. That is what differs us from Kenya. Okay? Good. Then, in the, in, the, in the denomination, which is Lighthouse Chapel International South Africa, LCISA, we have six councils currently, which you have been introduced to. We have the Johannesburg Council, which is headed by Bishop Kola um, Impumpu, yours sincerely. This guy was my neighbor. Yeah, my neighbor and friend. So when I, when, I, when I stand up and I see them cooking, then I go there. Yeah, that's how it is. When you are tall, it's advantageous. Hallelujah. Then they are made up of our churches in Johannesburg. Um, you said where? Mpumalanga. Yeah, Nelspreet, those type of places, as well as Ethiopia. Okay? Yeah, so that's it. Ethiopia and what? Mauritius, yeah? Something like that. Great, great. Then we have the Pretoria Council, which is, which they are, they are, they, the bishop of the council is Bishop Peter Mohanya. Okay? They have churches from Pretoria and from Limpopo. Is that not so? Great, 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 great. Then we also have um, what do we have next? The Maseru Council, which is headed by Bishop Haohelo Mokobocho. Okay, they are from Lesotho, um, Kimberley, and Bloemfontein. Free State. Free State and them. And, um, you know, Lesotho is engulfed by Free State. Do you see? Yeah. So they are in the middle, they are, they are our prisoners. When we don't open our borders, they can't go anywhere. Yeah. Great. Then, then we also have the Manzini Council from Eswatini, Swaziland. All right? They are made up of churches from Swaziland and um, Namibia. Yeah. So you saw the Namibia video. Very beautiful. Very well done. Very professional. Okay? Then what do we have again? Then we have the Cape Town Council headed by Bishop Napoleon Essien, which is made up of the Western Cape and the Eastern Cape. So the, the Corses, the Africans, and the Kalets, they make up the, this council. And yeah, the, the no. So, uh, and then of course, you have the Peter Marisbeck Council. Yeah, Peter Marisbeck Council, which is our council. And this council, the bishop of this council, I'm glad to let you know, is yours sincerely, that guy. Yeah, that guy. 
Okay. I don't have any misconceptions. Maybe it's Jacob Zuma. No, it's that guy. <laughs> good, good. And we are made up of all the churches in KwaZulu-Natal. We currently are operational in Durban and Peter Marisberg. We're believing God that you will go to Newcastle. You will go to Lady Smith. You will go to Pongola. You will go to Nzimkulu. You will go to um, somewhere in KwaZulu Natal. Hallelujah. So it's, it's great. Put your hands together one more time for what God is doing through the visionary Bishop Dag Heward Mills himself. Hallelujah. Great. This morning, I want to just continue sharing with you what I was preaching to you about. So I want to believe that we'll all be blessed by this morning's short preaching. By lunchtime, we'll be done and we'll be gone. So listen with rapt attention and good concentration. Amen. Great. We want to continue from where we left off. I read a scripture to you in Mark chapter 4. Bible says Jesus taught them many things through parables. So I said parables. And he taught them many things by parables. Hallelujah. So I said that Jesus' way of teaching was through parables. And I said a parable is a story with a lesson. If there's no lesson, there'll be no teaching. Hallelujah. If there's no lesson, then you can't teach. It's just something you heard. Do you get it? When you watch um, Queen, there's no lesson. Do, do you see it? Uh-huh. But when you listen to a parable, there's a lesson. There's something to learn. So that was how Jesus taught them. So my prayer is that today you will learn something. A parable is only useful to you when you learn the main lesson you must learn from the parable. And last week's parable we saw was about... The parable was the parable of the sower, where a man went out to sow and the seeds fell on many grounds. The lesson in that parable is that God wants you to be fruitful and for you to be, you and I to be fruitful, we need to be good grounds. So the Bible says, and these are they that fell on good ground. Take me there. And they brought forth some, they received it and accepted it. And they brought forth some 30 fold, some 60 fold and some a hundred fold. May you be a good ground that you will bring for 30 fold. Some of you will bring for 30 fold. Some of you will bring for 60 fold. Some of you will bring for a hundred fold. Hallelujah. So let God prepare your heart and make your heart a good ground. One of the main things I said about the good ground is that it receives, it says, and they ask as they ask such as hear the word and receive it. As pastor is preaching, he's preaching to you. He's not preaching to somebody else. So receive it for yourself. And once you receive, and the word receive, when you go and check it there, you see that it means more than just hearing because not everybody hearing is receiving. I said, if you listen to the message from the beginning, you see some people, all the foregrounds, they heard it. They heard it, but when they some 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 had an allergic reaction to what they were hearing, they started to argue with what they were hearing. They started to fight. I, I talked to you last week. I talked to you about the opposer. They started to oppose. The devil came. The, devil said, the false of the air came to 
steal the word from them. The devil, and then he explains later that the devil came to steal. And I said, one of the ways that the devil comes to steal the word is through opposition. He opposes the word. He says, oh, this one is not true. This one is not so. This one, he shouldn't have said it like that. So he opposes it. He, he challenges it. He launches an, an, a hindrance to it. Yeah, that's the devil. He opposes it. Fights it. And makes sure that it doesn't get in. Sometimes it starts an argument. I didn't even like the way when I entered the church, the person who took the temperature, when he told, he pressed it twice. Because I know my temperature was 35.7. But when he pressed it twice, my temperature increased by two points and it went to 37.2. So throughout the service, you are just, you are bored about your temperature. Do you get it? Now the world has changed. Now, now the world has changed. Please help. Somebody's coming in. Help the person. No. Okay. Good. Now the world has changed. Now, today's world, a security man takes the temperature of a doctor. And the doctor doesn't argue and say, who told you to take my temperature? No, the world has changed. Say amen. Do you get it? So, throughout, the word doesn't bear fruit. So, hearing is, you hear it and you accept it. You don't say, he has talked about fornication. So, last week I was surprised that you were saying that why are we talking about fornication when the, we are talking about seeds? What have seeds got to do with fornication? Really? Seeds have no, nothing to do with fornication? I'm surprised. Do you get it? But that's so they hear, they, they, don't, they don't argue with it, they don't fight it, they just accept it. When we say wife submit, they accept it. Even when you look in our culture, when you look at the dances that we just watched, you see that even submission is in our culture. Before even we come to the Bible, it's in our culture. That a wife must submit. That's why you see that the man is standing, then the wife is kneeling down. Then they do that thing. My body cannot shake because I told you the other time, I didn't do monkeynastics. Yeah. It's in our culture. See, the man is standing, the wife, the, the woman is kneeling. It's, it's all, it's, it's our ancestors. Those of you who say you believe in ancestors, and wives who say you believe in ancestors, ancestors are telling you that submit yourself. Yeah, you are in the house like a tiger. One of these days, a hunter will come and shoot you down. Hallelujah, this is not what I'm preaching. Why are you tempting me? Today, I want to talk to you about another parable. Hallelujah. Another power. Matthew chapter 25. Please clap for me to encourage me. Okay, please. If you are not clapping, you are against me. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> Let's th- hey, where are you? Matthew 25. <laughs> we are starting from verse 14. And today is not a long sermon, so come along very quickly. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his servants, his own servants, and delivered unto them his goods. Next verse. And unto one he gave five talents, unto another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several abilities, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made other five. Likewise, he that has received two 
he also gained other two. But he that had received one talent went and digged the earth and hid the Lord's, his Lord's money. Next one. After a long time, the Lord of these servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And he that had received five came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. Next one. And the Lord said, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Thou will be... I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Next one. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. Next one. We're going to 31. So his Lord said, well done, good and faithful. Thou have been faithful with a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Verse 24. Then he that had received... One talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, gathering where thou hast not straw. And I was afraid, and I went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, thou hast, thou hast what is thine. And his Lord said, let's go, let's go. And his Lord answered and said, thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I have not sown, gather where I have not straw." Thou oughtest have to have put my money to the exchange that at my return I'll receive mine with usury. 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it to him that has ten. For unto everyone that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. <laughs> and from him that has not, shall, that which he has shall be taken away from him. Next one. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What does 31 say? Okay, good. Powerful. Hallelujah. That's been a long scripture. I'm sure you've forgotten everything that I said. But here in this parable, Jesus is talking about talents. And what God is trying to gain by these talents is to make us great. That's why when you read in the verse, everyone who did something with his talent, the master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with something small. I was just testing you with something small. Now I will make you ruler over many things. God is planning to make you great and I pray that indeed you will be great. God is trying to make you a boss. He's trying to make you a big man. He's trying to make you a glorious person through the talents he has given to us. Hallelujah. Good. So let's come from the beginning. The Bible says that this man was traveling and he gave unto his servants his goods. What were his goods? Talents. The thing that he gave to them were talents. He gave everybody talents. He gave one person five, another person two, and another person one. What is a talent? Your talent is your God giving. You see, it's the master that gave. The master here is God. We are the people who were, the three people who were given the talents. Okay, now your talent is your natural God given abilities. Number one, skills. Number two, opportunity. Number three, and time. Number four, I take it again. When we say, Bulelua, what is your talent? Your talent is number one, your God given abilities. Not everybody can do what you do, 
The people who sing, they think we can all sing. They don't, or the people who dance. They think we can all dance. Look, when I'm, I dance my best, when I'm asleep. Yeah, I see myself in the dream, dancing, doing all the moves. When I wake up, the body doesn't respond to what is in my mind. In my mind, I want to do this move. But the body, I think there's a break in communication between my mind and my body. Yeah, I have about only two moves that I do. Only my wife sees them. (laughs) Only two. Yeah. Do you get it? So it's your natural God-given ability. It's like God gives it to you. You come with it. Then the second one is skills. There are some skills that only God can give it to you. Yeah, only God can. You don't have, I mean, if you see even what they do at the back with the computer and everything, you can see that some of us, look, when, when they try to show me, I thank God that God has blessed me with two children to learn on my behalf. Because when they show me, all the things look the same. You see the keys on the keyboard, plenty. They are all. They all look the same. They say if you press this, then you press. It doesn't make any. Difference. I look at it. Uh, by the time they finish talking, I forgot everything they have said. It's, it's, it's not, but for somebody, even you don't teach them. They just they are there. Then they are figuring things. I say, wow, it's a skill. God has given it to you. Many of you are sitting with various skills that can be useful for your life and for God's work. But. But, but, last week I taught you because, because. This Sunday too, I'm teaching you but, but. Yeah. But, but. Yeah. Do you see it? So, second one is skill. The third one is opportunity. Opportunity. God giving opportunities. God has given you an opportunity to be the husband of your wife. That opportunity is not given to your neighbor. Although he's richer than you. Yeah. Although he's richer than you or bigger than you or taller than you. No. You have been given. It's an opportunity. It's not been given to. Even some of us knew her before you. Do you get it? But God didn't give us that opportunity. Do you, do you see it? God gave that opportunity to you. Oppo- the opportunity to pastor this church is a God-given opportunity to me. It's, a, it's not something my family did. It's not something my mother did. It's not something God is. God is the one who gave the talents, and I said the talent can be an opportunity, a God-given opportunity. So if it's God-given, stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. Because when you fight, you fight God. Who gave it? Say amen. Say another amen. Opportunity. Many of you have been given opportunity. To even know some people or be at, at, at certain places at a certain time. Or be in certain jobs. It's an opportunity. God is expecting you to use that effectively to make you great. Yeah, to make you great. An opportunity. You get an opportunity. Come in. Come in. Lead prayer. Come in. Interpret. Come in. Do, uh, use the stick to welcome the preacher. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Don't take it for, don't think that, oh, anybody could have been given that opportunity. There are about 50 of us. Only one person was chosen. Come and do, well, welcome to International Sunday. Yeah, it's a God-given opportunity. 
there are some people sitting down who could have done it better than you, but that opportunity was not given to them. It was not given to them. I don't know if I can preach this preaching only today. It was not given to them. It's been given to you. The opportunity has been given to you to be part of the, the choir and be part of the days and to sing so that God will use that gift of your gift of singing to further his work and to make you great. Either great on this earth or great in heaven. Then you take it for granted. Then you say, I'm angry. And the choir, when they were, when they were showing the video, and now to that everything is um, visual, we have to mix the videos. So sometimes the place that you thought you were appear, you didn't appear. Then you say you are angry. But so it takes so much for us to put you there. Because sometimes your lip went up. Like I was watching some of the videos. Somebody was singing very nicely. Very nice. You don't know how difficult it is to record it. Singing very nicely then. She, 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 she looked this way. Which indicates to the people who are watching. She didn't turn her head. She moved the black in the white of her eye to this direction. Then she came back. Do, do you get it? It gives the people who are watching you that you don't know the song. So we have to cut that place out. Put it there. If we put it there, the people will, will realize that you don't know the song. Even when we started, there was someone he didn't know. So the words were here and the camera was here. So we could see from the video that he's looking this way. So his eye is this way, this way. We said, we can't use it. But then you, you throw that opportunity. Maybe you do it the first time, the second time, then you will hit a jackpot. Then now you are the master of it. But hey, say, oh no, it's not any wild thing. I don't want it. Then you give it up. Opportunity. Then time. Time. Time is one of the talents God has given us. We all have a time. Man, Bible says man's days, they are determined. God has confined our days. We'll be confessing 70 with ease, but not everybody has 70. Some have more than 70. Some have 70, but God has given the days. May God give you 70 years at least. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's something that God has given to us and we must use. For. So your time in UKZ and your time as a student, it's an opportunity. That, it's, it's something that God has given to you. If you waste it, you will wake. Yes, I was listening to, um, how many of you know Jose Mourinho? He coaches Tottenham now. Yeah, he was talking to one of their players called Dali Ali. And he was talking to Dali Ali about his attitude, his professionalism. And, and then he said to Dali Ali that, just yesterday, I was 20 years old. And Jose Mourinho is one of the most successful coaches young, at a very young age. Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola. Yeah, they are, they are the only two coaches at that level. That They are very young, but they have achieved everything. Yeah. He said, just yesterday, I was 20 years old. Today, I'm 56. I'm 50. He was trying to tell that you think you are young, so you can just be playing around. You wake up tomorrow, you can't play football again. Your time in UKZ and make it count. Your time here, make it count. You don't have, you see, time, time is broken into segments. Into segments. To everything, there is a time and a season to every purpose on this earth. Your time. Maybe your time in Peter Marriage like is only two years. Use it well. Use it well to develop yourself. Develop your, your Christian life. Develop yourself. Sir, because maybe the next time you are going to get an opportunity in Wuhan, China. 
And when you get to China, you will see that if you have not developed your, your, your foundation as a Christian, when you go there, you can't survive. Yeah. So that's a talent. Let's go on. And the Bible says he gave to everybody. There's nobody that God has not given you. So as for me, I don't have any talent. You don't have any talent. Seriously? You don't have anything of all the four things I've, I've said to you. Don't, I think all of us have something in every area that I've said to you. These four areas, everybody has something there. Yeah, you have a special ability. Ability to just host people and be with people and take care of people. When people come around you, they are relaxed. Not everybody has it. Some people, when you come where they are, you want to leave. Yeah. Some people, when you go to them in their house, you can only stay one night. After the first night, you will want to go. Yeah, one day I traveled somewhere. Somebody hosted me. And... Look, I've never seen so many cockroaches at the same place at the same time like that before. I mean, it's like they were having a camp meeting. Cockroaches. Roaches. How do you say roaches in Zulu? It's International Sunday. I'm a roaches. How do you say them? Are you, you are Osa. I'm a Pella. Look, Pella, Pella all over the place. Pella, oh! So many pellets. I'm telling you, all over the place. So at a point, I don't know when I'm sitting. Am I sitting on them? I, look. And I was leaving the next day at dawn. I was awake till I left. My flight was early at dawn, about 5 a.m. I was awake from the evening till the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I regret I should have booked a hotel, I'm telling you. Yeah, because sometimes our B and B a guest, sometimes you will be surprised. Five hundred paying five hundred rounds will give you more peace than living in a zoo. Yeah. Now I want to just settle some controversy. It says unto one, and he gave every man according to his several abilities. I think verse sixteen. Yeah, he says. To every man according to his several abilities. And straightway went to his car. When you read this story, you'll be asking yourself, why did they give somebody five? Why did they give somebody two? Why did they give some? How many of you have asked this question before? It's gone through the mind that, ah, but if everybody had five, there'll be no problem. It's not true. It's not true. He gave what he gave them. That's why all those things are in the same verse. So that he means, he said, and to one he gave five, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several abilities. He gave them according to what they can handle. Yeah. You can be Mr. Mr. You can be Banoyo Allah's wife, but you can't be Ramaphosa's wife. I say it again. You can be, sorry for using you, okay. You can be Banoyo Allah's wife, Mrs. Banoyo Allah, but you can't be, you, you may be surprised that if we make you Mrs. Ramaphosa, you can't handle it. So God gave you what you can handle. These people, so, so in effect, God gave them the same according to what they can contain. Every man, that's why when the guy who had five, he made five more. His reward was the same as the guy who had two, who made two more. 
I say it again. The guy who had five, when he made five more, his reward was the same as the guy who had two when he made two more. The guy who had one, all he needed to do was to get one more. That's all. God wasn't expecting him to get five, to get ten, to get twenty. No. May you use what God has given to you. Don't look at other people's gifts. If I could say, yes, when I'm there, I wish I could sing like my wife. I always tell my wife, if I could sing like you by now, I have an album. I'm telling you. Yeah, if I could sing like you, but I can't. If I could, by now, everybody will hear of me one way or another. Look, but I can only sing one song. Tetele, Inkosi, Inkosi. Yeah, sometimes you look at, how many of you will accept that sometimes other people's gifts look nicer? They look nicer. They look nice. I also, sometimes when I look at these people who sing, and the people, there are two gifts when I look at, I become so impressed. Those who sing and those who dance. I say, wow. What a shock. It's so beautiful. Wow. I wish I was the one who can sing. I'll sing in the choir. I'll sing on Monday. I'll sing on Tuesday. And I'll sing on Wednesday and Thursday. And sing on Friday. As for Saturday, I'm going to sing. But Sunday, I'm going to sing so much. Hey. It looks very nice. When they come there, they are singing. They sing. They are always on the right key. Me, I, can't even, I didn't even know that the song, they had a key. Yeah, where is the key? Then my wife would say, it's the wrong key. I said, ah, do you know the song I'm singing better than me that I'm singing my song? Yeah, my wife would say, no, it's the wrong words. I said, I'm making my own song. I'm writing my song. Yeah, I'm writing my song. But inside, it, it, it looks nicer. But you will be surprised if God gave you the gift of singing. By now, you will be in jail. <laughs> you will be in jail. He has given you what you can handle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people say, me, one of the gifts that I believe God has given to me is the ability to talk. Yes, I, when the people were doing the presentation today, when I saw they've made plenty notes, when I look at them, all the notes were confusing me. I said, hey, there are a lot of, you are going to say all these things. Wow, you are very powerful, great, that's it. No, it, it has to come from my head fresh. Fresh. And the higher the tension, the quicker my mind works. Yeah. So when the tension is deep, and the hope you can almost touch the tension. Then my, my, you see my mind spinning quick, like that. Then my wife did you know they were going to ask you this question? I said, oh, no. But they asked me, so somebody's got to answer. We answer it and we go on. That's all. Yeah, so I can't sing, but I can talk. Some of you, if they say talk, I know somebody I asked her to say somewhere in the meeting, about 10 of us, I said, oh, just, you have not said anything in the, meet, in, in the meeting for two hours. Just say something. They walked out of the meeting and left the church. Yeah. And of course, later, hard knocks brought them back into the church. Do, do you get it? But me too, if you call me by accident, say something. Oh, I'll get something to say now. Uh, uh, now, one day we were, when we were on lockdown, we were preparing to do church. Then somebody asked me that. What should I say? I said, oh, I don't know what you should say. How, do I, how should I know what you should say? They said, so, okay, what will you say? I said, me? I don't know what I will say. <laughs> so he asked me, ah, but as you are sitting there, I said, when I 
get there, I will say what I will say. But as I'm sitting there, I have no idea what I will say. But when I pick the mic like that, no, then it starts coming. I have to say it within the time it comes. And when it finishes, it's finished. That's all. We'll go and sit down. So that's why sometimes when you see me, I'm like, I'm very quiet. I don't have anything to say. I'm quiet. It was not got into my turn. When it gets to my turn, I start talking. When I, my turn finishes, I stop talking. It's also a gift. Yeah. Now, what is this parable about? I round up in 20 minutes and we close. What is this parable about? This parable is about people, somebody who did not use the talent, the gift, the abilities, the opportunities that God gave to them. So why do people not use their abilities? Why do people who know how to sing not use their talents? Why do people who know how to dance not use their talents? Why do people who know how to organize? I know people, they can't organize anything. Yeah, they don't know a straight line. Yeah, they don't know a straight line. You come, you say, oh, put the puppet in the middle. Then they will come and stand here. Then they will start. One, two, three, four, five, six. To the end. And they divided by two. So they got 18. So they have divided it by two. It's like, it's at nine, the middle is at nine and ten. Then they will put it at seven. Yeah. When they put it at nine, their mind will be telling, no, it's crooked. So they will be moving with them. They'll put it at seven. Yeah. <laughs> when you come to my office, anything you touch, when you move it, I put it back where it must be. As I'm talking to you. Yeah, we are talking. You have moved. You, you think I'm going to fix something. You have moved something. Or somebody has moved something before you. I go and put it where it was. I'm always arranging that. Somebody told me, Bishop, when I come to you, you are always arranging something. <laughs> Even the chair you sit on. Where you sit on and you get up and you go. I put it where it was. So, Bishop, what is this pen? Then you take it. Then you, when you take it, you, it, it doesn't occur to you that it has been put at a particular place. That's why when you sat down, you noticed it. If we just put it anywhere, you wouldn't have noticed it. So you take when you finish, so it was on the table, then you put it on the table. When you put it, I'm talking to you. As soon as I'm watching you, it's not like, it's not intentional. Though. It just comes naturally. As we are talking, so when you put it down, I'll be talking. Hey, so, How's your grandmother doing? As you're answering about your grandmother, I take it and I put it where it was. <laughs> I put it where it was. <laughs> and for you, it makes no difference. If it's here or it's here, it doesn't make... So, you have unique abilities. I'm telling you, you have... One day, somebody built a wall for, for, for me. When he was building, I, I was telling him, this wall is crooked. He was building. I said, look, it's crooked. When he finished, I show him that it's crooked. Then we broke the whole wall down. Then he started again. And I told him from the beginning, if we make a mistake, we'll take it out of what we are paying you. Just know from the beginning. Yeah, we broke the whole wall down. And we A wall like from here to about there. We rebuilt it. He himself rebuilt it. So I was standing there. No. So when he finished, when he saw he said, ah, I said, what we are. Now you are saying, ah. <laughs> so, many of us have unique abilities. Sometimes you are tall. Just tall. Forgive me all not tall people. You are tall. Do you get it? It's a gift. It's a gift. 
They, they chose Saul to be the king of Israel because he was taller than everyone. Bible says he was a shoulder above everybody. It means everybody was at a shoulder level. Then that's why they chose him. To, that's why God chose him to be the king. To be an overseer. You can oversee. You can see everything. That's why we are asking all the tall people. They should look into 2021. If coronavirus is still there. And advise us. They shouldn't waste their heights. So why do people. Why do people not use the gifts. The skills. The opportunities. That God has given them. To do something for their lives. And with their lives. Even beauty. Just being beautiful. Being, or having a charm. You know, charm has been used for negative things. So, let's even stay with beauty. Do you get it? That when you are beautiful, people look at you. And when people look at you, they give you an opportunity. When people, it, it makes people notice you. There are so many people who can do things better. They just don't have a certain appeal. Appeal. Do you get it? A certain appeal. So, when you see that, you look at them twice. To even notice that they can do this thing. But when they have a certain appeal, when you look at, oh, let me look again. Say, ha, huh, so who are you? Hello, and even to smile. Some people don't smile. You think smiling comes naturally. If smiling comes naturally, Robert Mugabe will be smiling all the time. But not, it doesn't come naturally. Yeah. I used to be somebody who looked serious. So I decided to learn how to smile. I take the mirror. Till I got what I was looking for. So, I have about four smiles for different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Practice. I said, practice makes perfect. Practice makes If you don't practice, you'll be smiling. Somebody's in a serious problem. You'll just be smiling overload. They'll think you are the one who caused the problem. So, you have to different ways. You have to analyze the situation. Okay, this, your, 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 your husband has come from work. You have not cooked. But... You are, you are also supposed to meet him with a smile. You can't be smiling over those. You have not cooked. The house is dirty. Because as soon as he meets us, when he enters the house, he will be angry. Then you ask. Hey. First reason why people don't use their talent. He said, I was afraid. I was afraid. And I hate that talent. I was afraid. Fear is the number one reason why people don't use their gifts. Why people don't use their abilities. Why people don't use the opportunities that God has given them. I'm afraid. Afraid to make a mistake. Afraid that people will say, and I was afraid. Just fear. The difference between you and somebody who has even a similar gift or the same gift as you have is fear. Just fear. Hebrews 2.15, the Bible is talking about the devil. The Bible says, who through fear of death has kept them in bondage. Said, the verse before says, Jesus has come to destroy him. Do you see? Who is the devil? And he says, what has the devil done? He's used fear of death. He's used fear to keep the people in bondage. Just keep them. Today, maybe I'll talk about only two, then we'll close. Fear. Uh, which one do you want? Fear. Laziness. I want to talk about laziness. Fear, laziness, maybe next week I'll talk about but fear, laziness, and maybe, give me one, any bonus, hiding or anything, or wickedness, yeah, fear, wickedness, and laziness. Many people don't want to, I, I'm sure I should have been speaking Zulu by now, if it's not the fear of making mistakes, or closer, 
just afraid you will say the wrong thing, then people will laugh. do <laughs> means what? Ten. Yeah. I saw it on somebody's car. Then I asked the person who was driving, what is that? What does penduka mean? So, means to change, to, to tell. I said, oh, good. I would have been speaking, I was speaking, make a mistake, then you correct me. I make a mistake, then you correct me. I speak, you laugh at me for one week. But by the end, I'll be speaking Zulu. When you see me, you say, oh, I'm Shaka Zulu. Yeah. But fear. Many of you can do so much, you are just afraid. Fear that you'll be radical. Fear that you'll make a mistake. Fear that, fear that it won't work out. That's all. Look, it's the people who are doing the work that make, make mistakes. There's a famous saying in Egypt that says that it's the one that takes the pot to the riverside to fetch water. He is the one that breaks the pot. Not the one who's sitting at home, not doing anything. If you are sitting and you are not doing it, you will never break the pot. It's the one who's trying to do the thing that will break the pot. So breaking the pot is part of learning and developing. It's part of, you see, the, the other people, the one who got five and the one who got two, Bible says they went and traded, which means they used what they had. That's how they got more. The more you use what you have, the more you develop it. Many of the gifts and abilities and, and skills that God has given to us, we have to develop them. We have to develop them, but fear keeps us. Fear just keeps us from developing it. Yeah, fear just keeps us from developing it. Because anything you are learning, you will make mistakes. That's why they don't, the pass mark is never 100%. There's no exam in the world that the pass mark is 100%. No. Because they give you room. You will make, making mistakes is part of learning. I'm afraid. I, I'm, many of you will speak English properly. If you were just to speak it. And we laugh at you a little. Just as you laugh at me when I speak Zulu. It's part of the learning process. It's part of the learning process. You say it. Then people will laugh. You say, look, why are you against me? And people will laugh. Then you say it again. Why are you in the midst? Then we'll laugh a little. That's it. It's all part of your learning. By the time you realize you have learned very well. And many of you laugh at Zimbabweans. There's nothing wrong with what they are saying. What they are saying is what, they are, is, is what it is. Do you get it? Yeah, and even you listen to them when they speak. Their grammar is proper. Proper grammar. They don't use past tense for past participle. No, proper. But you laugh. But you, when you put the sentence together, you... Hmm. May you break out of all your fears. Fear is an evil spirit. Some of you will be good businessmen if you can break out of fear. Yeah. Good businessmen if you can break out of fear. Hey, I'm afraid. What if I make a loss? Look, making losses is part of business. It's part of business. You learn. You learn. Even sometimes you have to lose something to know that some things are too good to be true. I, I, I clean my, my, my lips in, 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 in English. Sometimes you have to lose something to know that some things are too good to be true. Yeah. Sometimes somebody
Somebody has to break your heart for you to know that, look, all men are not the same. I had somebody said it here. I didn't say it. Of course, somebody said all men are the same. Then the mother asked her, who told you to try all of them? I had a story three years ago. Somebody was selling a baki. Double cabin baki. Fresh. For 40,000. When I was, when they showed me the picture of the car, I said, oh, very nice, powerful. Then when they told me the price, I said, really? But this is, I know this because once upon a time, I was in England and I was buying a camera in those days when the camcorder had come and I spent 80 pounds somebody can do the maths for me 80 pounds to buy the camera and when I gave the, when I gave the money to the guy the guy gave me the camera in a bag, in a plastic bag it's the first thing that you should know you can't sell a camera in a plastic bag so give me the camera and then the car took off. When I opened the bag, guess what type of camera was in the bag? Heinz baked beans. Two things. Two things of Heinz baked beans. It's what? 1,688 for two baked beans. Cool, cool baked beans. Two. Yeah. I learned common sense from that day. From that day, if you tell me, so, so it's a bargain. I tell you, it's not a bargain. I went to school to learn business. I know how bargains are. It's not a bargain. There must be something somewhere. So when I saw that, I said, look, make sure they don't trick you. I was here when the, the 40,000 guy came back without the backy and without the 40,000. Yeah. 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 So sometimes something must happen to you. When it happens to you, you realize that, hey, shortcuts are very dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Or else, you can't learn. Even the, 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 the Bucky guy, he has still not learned. Every day, he comes to present me with a new type of Bucky situation. Then I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Fear. Number two, number two, number two. What's the, what's the tooth one that I said I'll talk? Laziness or wickedness. Look, the talent that God has given to you, the skill that God has given to you, is supposed to benefit all of us, not just you. God has not give, given you a skill just for yourself. He has given you a skill for everybody to benefit from. Yeah. When Pastor Melly plays the keyboard, we all hear it and we enjoy it. When I preach, you all enjoy it. If it's not for you, I wouldn't have to preach because what I am saying, I know it. So by learning it is enough. But I, that gift, that opportunity is to share it with you. But some people are simply wicked. So the Bible, the master said to him, thou wicked servant. Some people are just simply wicked. They don't want anybody to benefit from what they have. Simply wicked. That's why they don't use what God has given to them. Simply wicked. I mean, imagine you found the cure for Corona, would it not be wickedness if you don't share it with all of us? Look at how it has changed our lives. 
Look at how it has a church that used to be full to the brim. Look at how we are sitting like a, a, a N2 highway. One cow pass here, one cow pass here, another cow pass here, and another. Like, look at it. Not because the church has backslidden, just because of one disease, one virus. So if you had the cure, and you didn't, you just use it for yourself. So you are okay. You are always walking the street, no mask, nothing. You are fine. And the rest of us are suffering. Won't it be wickedness? The master said, thou wick. This is why people don't use their gifts, their abilities. Sometimes you are even good at counseling people, advising people, helping people to take the right decision, guiding people. But you will not use it for anybody. You will not help him. You will not give. Sometimes even we will not give people proper advice. We know the right thing, but we will not give it to people. We will not give it. We told it. Meanwhile, God has given you that wisdom. The wisdom to, and the Bible says, the sons of Isaac, they understood the time. They had wisdom, and they understood the time, and they knew what Israel ought to do. It means not everybody knew what was supposed to be done. You know what is to be. There are some of you, you know the right thing, but you never tell your neighbor when they are doing the wrong thing. One of the things that amazed me when I first set foot in this church is that somebody can be doing the, right, the wrong thing there. Then people are moving around. People who are supposed to be leaders in the church are moving around the place, but they will not tell themselves, oh, no, you can't, you can't, you can't eat and put the rubbish on the floor. You say, oh, I don't want her to think that I, I think that I'm the pastor. Look, the church is for all of us. When we close church, I don't fold the church and take it to my house. I mean, that we have closed church. I call Lungani, uh, leaves we fold the church, put it in my boot, and let me take it to my house. No, it's for all of us. So if you see that your neighbor is chewing a gum to put on the carpet, you say, well, now, hey, stop, stop, stop. Are you correct? You cannot put chewing gum on the floor. It's not proper. Just be polite. Don't be rude. I mean, rudeness doesn't help anybody. But talk to the person. Yeah, talk to the person. Talk to says, no, don't do that. It's not good. But some people are so wicked. It's only about them. If, if it doesn't benefit them directly and alone, nobody will, will benefit from it. I have to be the only one. Wickedness. Next one, laziness. Laziness. It takes hard work to develop what God has given to you to the point where it becomes profitable to you. Hard work. It, my opportunity to pastor this church, it will take hard work to move the church to the level where the church will now benefit me. Hard work. Hard work. What's the difference between my singers and Benjamin Duby? Hard work. It will take a certain hard work to break the sins, to burst on the sins and become like Benjamin Duby. Hard work. Sleepless nights, learning words, learning songs, getting the key right. Sometimes you sing the thing. You see, there's a small, look, a lot of these wild singers, you, you know, many of them are melancholics. One thing that they are record, they record so many, they make one mistake. I remember when lockdown came. Lockdown has taught me so many things. When lockdown came, we will come here to shoot the service. Look, you will shoot something for 10 minutes. Then the, the video people, they will tell you, oh, when you got to seven minutes, Two, two seconds, you made this mistake, so let's start again. Hey! Ay, 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 ay. I was wondering, I, I made a mistake at two minutes, so why didn't you stop me at two minutes so that we start again? Oh, you go out there, say, no, let's start again. Sometimes, even there's no mistake, oh, they, they will tell you, I'm not feeling it. Hey! 
no, 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 no. So you are sitting at home and say, why didn't we invite you to come and shoot? You would have even left the church. Through that shooting, you would have left the church. That's why we just restricted in a small group. We can take the pressure. Yeah, they'll say, no. I, look, you have, you have watched the thing with them. Then they'll tell, 10 minutes old. Then you watch another 10 minutes. Meanwhile, this is like the fourth shoot. That has no mistake. Then when they feel, they say, I'm not feeling it. I say like, when they do this sign, ah! So as, as they are watching it, you are watching their faces, Bulelua. You are not watching the thing, you are watching their faces. You are checking how it changes, how it goes. When they do, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You are finished. You come and start again. Then you come and stand there. Wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome to this service. I want to bring you greetings. Let's we want to start this service. But you do uh, 10 minutes after the fifth time. Then you'll be looking at it. You'll be praying in your head. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> then they'll say, okay. Then you'll breathe. <sighs> Meanwhile, as we have come here, we have come to shoot for maybe two Sundays or three Sundays. So after that, you are starting the second one. It's not like you are finished. So that's just the first one. Because at, at that time, we're under lockdown rules, so we couldn't come here. So we come, you shoot about two, three, then you go, so that you know you are out for about three weeks, two weeks. Ah! It takes hard work. You don't want to rehearse. You don't want to come for rehearsal. You, your gift will always be at the lowest level. Lowest level. We can't use it for anything. I remember when we decided to do a choir for the whole denomination. Many of the voices I sent couldn't cut it. No, 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 they couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. So, and, and they won't tell you that you didn't make it. You, when you watch the video, you say your video is not there. That's all. You will see, oh, did I make it? Don't worry, you will see on Sunday. No, no, don't worry. You will see it on Sunday, whether you made it or not. Sunday, when you watch the video, you'll be looking for yourself. You know that anytime you take a picture or a video, when you, it comes, the first thing you are looking for is yourself. It's a natural instinct. So you look for yourself. Uh, sometimes you don't see yourself. They, maybe sometimes the people become, so I'm the one at the back. You are lying. If you zoom in, it's not you. It's not you. No, you will know on Sunday whether you made it or not. Hard work. Hard work, work. Hard work. To stand here and to preach, hard work. Look, I, I put some, I sent some scriptures out to some people. My wife told me, where, where do you even get these scriptures from? Yeah, she asked me that. No, she, I, I, was, I was sitting, so she came to sit by my side. Said, well, where do you get these scriptures from? Where, where? Because, look. Even me, I'm surprised that such scriptures are in the Bible. No, 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 no. To be honest, I'm surprised that such scriptures. So when I see it and it amazes me, then I just send it to a couple of guys. Oh, I, I, I remember Pastor Melvin. Then I send it to, then I remember you. Then I, like that. Um, unbelievable scriptures. Hey. Laziness. Uh, uh, Proverbs, we close with this scripture. Proverbs 26. This morning I sent her. That, that's the scripture that my wife came to ask me that. Hey, where do you get these scriptures from? <laughs> it says, a lazy man. <laughs> a lazy man. He's so lazy that he thinks he's wise. A dreamer. He, he calls a lazy man a dreamer. 
The way you know laziness is how long people sleep. A dreamer, he calls him a dreamer. 26, we are going to 13, then we end there. A dreamer is wise in his own eyes. He thinks that he's wiser than a whole college. Faculty. He's wiser than the faculty. Have you seen that scripture before? <laughs> Let's thirteen. Let's read the King James. King James. The way King James says it, you don't, you don't, you don't, you you just say okay. He says, "The slothful man who is a lazy man, say it. There's a lion in the way. A lion is in the street. One of the way you see laziness is how quickly people give excuses. Excuses are reasons why something cannot be done. Excuses." How they give excuses. They say, and sometimes they give, you the, they give you an excuse. The excuse is so perfect, you cannot say anything. Watch out for people who have perfect excuses. Because life is not perfect. Perfect excuse. It's like, if I say go outside and bring something. And you tell me that there's a lion in the street. I mean, why would I send you to the lion? As soon as I say there's a lion in the street, I'll say, okay, come and sit down. It's okay. Don't go. Don't go. Because I'm not trying to kill you. I just wanted the, the thing from outside. If you can't get it, let's be here. Give you a perfect excuse. There's a lion in the way. A lion is in the street. Do you, can you imagine that a lion has come to stand at, um, what do you call it? Market. That place. Long market. I mean, it came all the way. Nobody saw it all. From Camperdown, from Lions Park. It has come from all the way. It has passed Pelham. Still, nobody has seen it. It has come all the way to Long Market. How can it be? And by the way, the day a lion comes to Long Market, we will all go there to see it. We will not be running away from it. We will go there to see it. Yeah, we'll go there to see it. Next verse. So watch out when people give. Sing this song. Um, just know. Laziness is. I mean, look, don't even watch out for it in your own self. Yeah. Watch out for it in yourself. That song says, make this food. Uh, just watch it. Watch, watch it. Watch it in yourself. Now the church has become quiet, the thing has become personal. Yeah. Just don't watch out for it in your neighbor. Watch out for it in yourself. Your mother says, do this. Then the stories begin. Look, sometimes people tell unbelievable stories. Endless stories. Endless. Look, you don't know even how they bring the story together. It's like folktale. You don't know how they bring it together. Very powerful. Endless excuses and stories. You know, you get lost. So I've learned to talk to when they are talking. I say, say, don't say my friend. So that, that my friend's name. So anytime you are coming to talk about that friend, mention that name so that I know because sometimes they can lose you. Next verse. As a door tenet on this, this is how to notice laziness. As a door tenet upon his hinges, so that the lazy man upon his bed. Just see, they are always sleeping. Sleep here a little. Sometimes when you sleep, sometimes your body pains you. It's like this side being dead, then they'll turn this side. Then they'll turn this side. Watch how long they sleep. You are in school. You won't study. You are being in school. It's an opportunity that God has given to you. They are just sleeping. Sleep ah, and watch series. Sleep and watch series. When you ask them, they are doing research into sleep and series. That's all they are doing. 
15, 15. The slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom, and it grieveth him to bring it out to his mouth. Who has the message for this one or the NLT? What does the message say? The microphone is by you. Yeah. L- listen to it. It says, A shiftless sluggard puts a lazy his man in the pie. He puts his fork in the pie. Like, so the food is in front of him. He has put the fork in it. But it's too lazy to lift it to his mouth. He's too lazy to lift it to his mouth. They don't do hard work. Anything that they have to do that is hard, never. It's like the, he's feeling hungry and he has put the fork in the food to raise it from here to his mouth. No, it's tired. Yeah. 16. Oh, you have brought the B version. Okay. The sluggard is wiser. This is the scripture I, I was talking about. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a reason. Read it in the message for us or the NLT, one of them. Okay. Yeah, read the message. Okay. Um, dreamers fantasize their self-importance. They dreamers think- fantasize their self-importance. Sometimes you have people around, they think they are so important. They think without them you can't do, you can't continue your life. They think without them, God cannot continue what he's doing. Sometimes you are in a relationship with a person. They think if they live your life, that's it. Some of the people, if they live your life, your life will become better. Yeah. If they live your life, your life will become better. Sometimes people think, I'm so, I'm so important. You are not. You and I are not. God has just given us a chance to be around. Yeah, we are not. If I'm not here, another person will pastor the church even better and nicer. You will be happier as a church, more spiritual and more blessed as a church if I'm not here. You never know. You never know. You'll be more spiritual and more blessed. Yeah. My time has just not come. Or somebody will say, my time has just not came. That's all. By scheming. Yeah. They think they are smarter than a whole college faculty. They think they are smarter. A lazy man. Look, when you are dealing with a lazy man, he thinks he's smarter than a whole faculty. You won't work hard in school. You you say, it's my lecturer. It's my head of department. It's the Zulu man. It's this. All kinds of stories. It's my neighbor. My neighbor's children. This is the Wi-Fi. All kinds. They think they are wise. And when they are telling you, they think they are, because they are successfully deceiving you, it's okay. But me, my life is going on as it is. It's you that have failed school again. Then you have, you have lost another one year of your life. But you have beautiful stories that when you, you say, Bishop, he thinks he's very smart. I'm going to tell him a story. When I finish with the story, he, now he will clap for me. No problem. Yes, I'll clap for you. But you are still in final year. You are still not finished. After I clap for you, I'll have lunch. You won't have lunch. Yeah. So laziness. Sometimes we are good with admin work. We are good with different things. They are all God-given opportunities. If you take them serious and you work hard at it, 
then you'll become great. Then God will make you something. But if you'll be lazy at it, you won't move, you won't do anything. We will be here and Jesus will come. And, and mind you, I'm going to preach about the kingdom of God. All the parables in the Bible that say, now the kingdom of God is like. That is the judgment we are going to face when we go to heaven. One of the things God is going to ask us about is our talents. What you did with the opportunities, what you did with your talent, what you did with the skills, what you did with the abilities that God gave you. It's one of the things we are going to answer for. When we get, it's not only when born again or not born again. When we finish born again, born again or born, it's entry exams. When you finish it, then you come to what you did. So oh, when you go into the world, so the, then the, the kingdom of God is likened unto ten virgins. Then the kingdom of God is likened unto a man who traveled. Then the, any, anything you see, that, then the kingdom of God is likened. That's judgment. I pray that we will use the gifts that God has given to us. May you not die with your gift unused. May you not become this servant that the master said, thou am cast this unprofitable servant into outer darkness. But may the Lord look at us and as we have used our talents, our opportunities, our skill, may he say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. You have been faithful with little. I will make you ruler over many things. May that be your story in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Laziness, wickedness, and fear. Lift your hands wherever you are and just pray against these three spirits in connection with your talents that God has given to you. Pray against it now. Lift your voice wherever you are. Just pray a minute or two and then we round up. Pray against it now. Maybe as we talked about laziness, you can see yourself in them. You can see the signs in you. Pray against it now and take decisions, practical decisions and practical steps to overcome them. To overcome them, to overcome them, to overcome them. Maybe wickedness. You have always thought selfishness. You have always thought it must just benefit me. It must just benefit me and my children. It must just benefit me and my friends. But God has given you the talent to benefit everybody, to profit everybody, to profit everybody. Maybe it's fear. Maybe you want to do something, but you are always afraid. You want to do something, but you are always afraid. You want to do something. But you are always afraid. Pray right now. Matoba se kopakaya. Limpadoba, limpadoba. Lapatotale, kentopakaya. Lepakopatakaide. Kantolobos kepatotala. Lepaloba se totale. Rapataba, dendoda, dendoda, dendoda. Lepakopakalebaka. Lepalabaka. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O God, to use the gifts you have given us. To use the gifts you have given us. The opportunities. The skills. The time. Lord, help us. Help us, O God. Lift your hands wherever you are. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the talents that you have given to us. Help us to trade them and to use them. Help us, oh God, to trade them and to use them.
in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Oh, say a nicer Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. As we close, you are here this morning. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but Jesus is not the Lord of your life. But you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to welcome Jesus into my life. You want to pray that prayer right now? I want to pray with you. So that when you die, you won't go to hell. If you are here like that, with every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'll pray with you quickly. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Somebody invited me, but I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you quickly as we close. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. I believe you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? And you may be seated in heavenly places. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.